Hello and welcome back to Why the Miles, a podcast where I interview people about what running means to them. This is the third and final episode of season one, and to see us out, we are joined by none other than Phelim Dowling. Phelim and I are going to explore the highs and lows of multidisciplinary sport, how to cope mentally with injury, and ultimately, how to stay sane. My name is Bernard O'Hanlon, thanks for listening, and this is Why the Miles. to the third episode of Why the Miles. Um, so our third guest on the show is from Kildare. He's our first triathlete on the show and knows the Macarena in full, which I have witnessed. Phelan, how are you today? I'm good, thanks. Yeah. I don't know where that came from, but... That time in, that time in Banna. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, it was a pleasure. Um, <laughs> so, I know you're injured um, and we'll certainly get to that at some point but um tell me about your most recent run my most recent run was last night actually on a treadmill lovely um, yeah my first run in a long time um i actually had to video myself for my physio because for my injury okay yeah. um but it was actually more beneficial than even that it was the first time i ran in months and i didn't have any pain sweet so there might be something in the treadmill how long um, did you go for 30 minutes, 5k, so slow 6 minute k's, but um, 30 minutes is 30 minutes. So, yeah, absolutely. Um, there might be something in the treadmill, so that I got more out of it than I anticipated. Yeah, that's always a good thing. Yeah. yeah um, so. And did you listen to music or anything? Or? Um, no, I had a GoPro set up recording my running for my physio, yeah. so right. I was watching the, the GoPro making sure that it hadn't fallen over or something. Okay, okay, fair yeah, enough. Yeah. Okay, good stuff. Um so my next question is um what is your earliest memory of running? Now that's at all, as in not necessarily with the club or in a race, but um earliest memory of running would be we used to do sports days in my housing, uh the estate where I live at home mm. went for kids and that was probably it. Like if I'm talking under ten. I've no idea what age like but um there was if I measured out the distance now it's probably about five hundred meters or six hundred meters. Okay, yeah. But that was the long race. <laughs> yeah. Um and I remember if I look back there now, like it was the lactic in my legs, it felt like what I'd feel like now doing an eight hundred. Yeah, I guess. Um you. that's and I was pointed in the wrong direction by another parent. Oh really? Another guy cut in towards the finish line, and I kept going, and then I had to cut in, and it was uh, that's my earliest memory. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's funny actually. I ran. We had like an eight hundred meters when I was maybe twelve. It was community games as well, and I dropped out. <laughs> I specifically remember not being able to make it to the finish line. Yeah. Um, funny how things change, though. Yeah. Um. Okay. Great. So earliest memory running. Um, what's your favorite flavor ice cream? Oh, I got unbelievable pistachio ice cream in Kinsale during the summer. Good stuff, bougie. Uh, yeah, 
but you can't be to go to like Raspberry Ripple or something. Gotcha. Right. <laughs> the wafers, like. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Can't so, be beaten. Uh, have you been to Murphy's ice cream? Actually, they're in Dingle. Yeah. Well, I've been I've been to the one in Dingle, and I've been to the one in Dublin a couple of times more. Like. Yeah. 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 Savage ice cream. Good spot for a date. Yeah. 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 Um. Yeah, the sea salt one is the one I normally get. But uh, yeah. all right, okay, back to running. Um, <laughs> so when did you start running like as a sport? Um, that would have been kind of early 2014, mm-hmm. late 2013. Uh, probably early, yeah, around then. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, and when would you say you got competitive? That would have been early 2014. Okay. joined Nice Athletic Club. Okay, yeah, yeah. And I did the Kildare Novice Road Race. I have no idea at the time what it was um, yeah. about racing in the county. Um and I yeah, that's that's when it started. And what made you decide to do it? Um so I used to play basketball. Mm-hmm. And I broke my finger badly in a match. Okay, yeah. And I ended up signing up for uh, Helen Back. Oh, yeah. One of those adventure yeah, kind of yeah. races. Not adventure, but one of those kind of um, kind of commercial races. And um, I was running for that, and I couldn't run. I remember running from my front door to the, to the football pitches across the road, and I'd say I got a kilometre. And I was in bits, like okay, yeah, yeah. And I slowly built that up, um, and that's how I just kind of got into the running then, okay, yeah, because I couldn't play basketball anymore. So you would have been early twenties at that age, was it? Um, twenty four, going on twenty five. Yeah, it's probably quite a typical experience for a lot of people, like having spent college, not really focusing on exercise. Cause you're studying so hard you know <laughs> That's it. yeah and um you you join a club um okay fair enough and when so was running your only sport at the time when you joined uh yep okay yeah um so what i'm curious is to know then when did you start triathlons so triathlons started the itch for it started i suppose in 2018 um, I got I uh, had like an ITV injury, yeah. Um, and which affected my my knee and um, I bought a bike, started cycling just to kind of keep fit. Yeah. Um, ended up doing the Ring of Kerry. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the like the event, the charity event, and I. But like swimming was something I was always at when I was a kid as well. Like yeah. One of my neighbours was um my swimming coach. So it was handy to kind of get a lift and I like, just loved the water. Yeah. So then early 2019, I bought a wetsuit. Mm-hmm. Got a few vouchers for my 30th birthday and put them all together and bought a wetsuit. Sweet. And joined Corp Troy and yeah, loved it. Yeah. Loved it. Yeah. Um, so when you say the itch... Like, was it always something in the back of your head that you wanted to do more than running? Um, well, I suppose, like, running was never something I even thought of until it happened. Yeah. Um, as a kind of a path. Um, 
although I like, I kind of, I remember the community game or the school games when I was in primary school and I was watching my classmates out in the field training and I kind of wanted to be out there, but I wasn't a runner, so I just kind of did, put, it, put it out of my mind. Like, um, I suppose I didn't think that I could, could do it. Yeah. And looking back on it now, I was like, well, if that teacher had pulled me in a bit more, I probably could have easily done it. Like, yeah. Um, but there were um, there was only a certain amount of people that went to it or something. I can't really remember now. But um, the I always had an interest in the triathlon or mm. in swimming. Okay. And um, but triathlons again was I didn't even I didn't look at them. I didn't watch them. I had no idea what was going on around me in yeah. terms of the tri world. Yeah. But when I joined Corp Tri, like just opened a whole new, a whole new world. Okay. Um, and you haven't looked back. No, no. I think running. Yeah, yeah. Running still number one, but. Good to hear. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> good answer. Um, given the audience. Yeah. Um, okay. So this is sort of a a double edged question, but, what other sports, did you play in your life? before running I know you've mentioned basketball you've mentioned swimming and have they in any way helped or taken away from running both from a mental and a physical sense um, and obviously you know that's going to touch on yeah. swimming and cycling as well at the moment so it's kind of a huge area but if you just want to talk to me about that like other sports and running yeah um, basketball probably be the biggest one um, okay. I played GAA as a kid um, as most Irish kids grow up. Yeah, yeah. Um Sunday mornings, but I I never really talked to it. I don't know why. Mm. Um I probably just I'm not like kicking a ball probably just wasn't for me. Um but as soon as I took up basketball, I was actually in first year in school. That was it, like hooked. Really, yeah. Um so I played that for the best part of ten years. Um, not to a very high standard now, but I played. Yeah, yeah. And I, I had some great games where I played really well. Yeah. Um, other not so great games, but I think that really fitness was something that was always my strong point. Okay. Yeah. I could play a game and I could just run and run and run and I could out sprint a fellow up the court. Yeah. Um, I was tall enough to be able to catch a ball coming over the head. Yeah. Um, so fast breaks were kind of. They were right up my street. Um and I suppose when I when I got injured with my hands from the basketball, I took up I and it kind of as it happened I ended up into the running. I went back and tried to play basketball, but it just my finger just wasn't right and I could play yeah. for about ten or fifteen minutes and it just um it would just get the pain would get worse. Um it took me a while to get used to that lateral uh turning and yeah, uh, run yeah. up and down a court, sidestepping. But I think after about two weeks of preseason, I was leaving lads for dead on the court. So yeah. the fitness I had before, which I knew was my strong point, was now even stronger. Yeah. Because like I was going for five, six k runs before basketball training just as a warm up. Because running was then part of. I get you. Yeah. It was just a routine, like. Yeah, it's funny, like, cause I, you know, I. I'm not someone you want on your tag rugby team, you know, for ball handling skills. <laughs> but it's funny what running can do to you. Like, I mean, there'll be other lads after 20 minutes, like down on their knees, like heaving. Yeah. 
Yeah. But you can run circles around them, you know. Um, and then, like, mentally, did basketball help in any way? Um, yeah, definitely. Like, it's a great team sport. Yeah. Um, I remember... I remember playing like an under 18s tournament, a weekend tournament up in Longford, of all places. The place was called Street in Longford. Street. Street, that was the name of the place. Not even Main Street. Okay, <laughs> great. And um, playing with guys who were my best friends. I was actually best man for one of them recently. Okay. So, and we played together and we got into the final. And I think just from camaraderie, from a mental point of view, you really, it gave you something to focus on that was. You got out of it what you put into it. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. It was like, yeah, outside of the social bit, it was like exercise to me has always been important. Like, yeah. I, I probably haven't gone a week where I haven't exercised as long as I can remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I think that that in general for me was was huge, and basketball played a big part of that. I do miss the team sports, but then when you look at running, it can be a team sport as well. Because we went to the cross country last year. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Very much about the team. Yeah, a lot of people wouldn't realise that, you know. Mm. Um like have you ever had difficulty explaining the scoring system to like the non runners in your life? Um Yeah, more so in that the lower the score the better. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Um Yeah. Yeah, no, no, but it, it's true. Definitely. Um there's definitely a team aspect to it. Yeah. Um but then coming into triathlons, um, you know, I, I would think that swimming and cycling help massively yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, with your running and vice versa. Yeah. Um, so if you want to talk about that. Yeah, definitely. The cycling. Um, I didn't do a huge amount of cycling in, say, 2019, but I was probably doing it once or twice a week. I was going out with the, our Sunday long spins with the triathlon club. Mm -hmm. Um anywhere between 60 and 100k um, and it definitely just general strength in my legs general yeah. aerobic fitness mm -hmm. um, it's massive like I think it really brought on my running yeah. Um, yeah I felt stronger going into cross country I used to hate cross country um, because okay. it, yeah. it exposes your weaknesses totally yeah. yeah it's I think cross country is the rawest form of running oh yeah um, watch out the window yeah. Yeah. Head down. Yeah. Get throw away your um, your performance shoes. <laughs> everything. Yeah. You could do it barefoot, really. Like. Yeah. 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 Um, and I de it definitely made me stronger. Okay. Um, just more from. Now I know I'm injured now, but from more definitely from an injury prevention point of view, um, I wasn't on the road all the time. I was strengthening different muscles. I was yeah. Um, and just general fitness. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, then from a mental point of view, mm. now, I'm curious mainly because I would think it offers you a lot of variety and constant excitement because mm. I know any endurance sport, it's a grind. Yeah. But like, at least with you, you might run one day and you know the next day you're going to be swimming. Mm. Whereas for the exclusive runner, it's like, oh my God, I have to run again. Um, you know, so does it help that way that you have something new? Um, it does a bit like when you're trying to plan out your week and 
the when you get into your routine for the running mm. if there's a day where i'm like no I, like there's no need for me to run i need to be resting yeah i could go for a swim like getting in the sea yeah is i know you're still working aerobically you're working different muscles um but i can go as easy as i want yeah the sea is great for just recovery um, of course yeah yeah and um well, yeah, it's nice having the, the variety. Definitely nice having the variety. Has there ever been like a negative um, kind of side effect of multiple sports? Yeah, and I think if it definitely led me to the injury. Not, maybe not the reason for it, but it definitely was added into it where I was, I don't do any, I don't do anything by halves. <laughs> I try and do yeah. everything to the best that I can. And I suppose I was doing too many hard sessions, I suppose, trying to get better at all of them. Yeah. Um, yeah. Particularly probably the cycling and the running. The swimming, like I was, I find it different. Um, but the cycling is very tasking on your legs. Okay. If you're doing a hard hour session or yeah, um, on a spin bike or on the, the turbo nowadays. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So I think there definitely was a downside to it there and I've spent a lot of this year trying to figure out how do I, like it's, like it's, there's plenty of people that do it. Yeah, yeah. I'm not trying to reinvent the wheel. Yeah, yeah. But it's trying to figure out how do I improve with all three but yeah. not overdoing either. Like. Yeah, I understand, yeah, yeah. Um, when you say swimming is different, in what sense? I suppose I don't find it as tasking on the body. Yeah. Um. Aerobically, yes. Yeah. Um. But I find and. But like running, I'm not really using my upper body to a certain extent. I know you're using your arms. Um. But I think once you reach a certain. Stage in your fitness, I think that yeah. just your body's capable of doing that. Whereas with the swimming. Yeah. It was a different load on the body, I suppose. Okay, yeah, yeah. And I just find it so refreshing. Of course, yeah, yeah. Um, especially in the ocean. Yeah. You know, it's nice to be able to get out. Definitely. Like I spent the most of the summer swimming in either the sea or the river four or five days a week. That's class. Because uh, I wasn't running. Yeah. And it was just, uh, yeah, incredible. Yeah, I'd say it's much more of an escape. Like, I mean, fair enough, on your Sunday long run, you can get out to down a rail or something yeah. if you're allowed to leave the city. Yeah. Um, but, you know, when you're going out for a run on a Tuesday evening, you're just, there's traffic, you're stepping in and out of people. Like, mm. it's it's far from an escape. Yeah. Whereas I would think swimming is always... Yeah. Now, it is dangerous. You are constantly thinking about what you have to be safe, you have to be smart. Like Of course, yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, for me, it's... An, it brings me back to my swimming when I was a kid. Like I just, I was, I was just naturally good swimmer. Like yeah, yeah. Not blowing my own trumpet here, like but yeah, it just know. came to me naturally. Yeah, yeah. No, you are though. You know, yeah. um, I've saw you that one time in Sandy Cove. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You look like one. You know? <laughs> um. Anyway, um. So yeah, I was wondering if you'd bring up your your injury, um. And the journey that has kind of come with it. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I, I knew you would. <laughs> um, but I kind of just want to go back into it and kind of get the concrete details of it. So, 
what exactly is the injury, um, how and when did it happen, and what's the current status? Status. Um, so what exactly is it? The most frustrating part for me is that I still don't have an answer as the po- as to yeah. this is what the injury is. Yeah. Um, 2020 hasn't helped in a sense that I spent two months not being able to go to a physio yeah. after the injury. Yeah. Because lockdown happened a week later. Yeah. Um and I've spent a lot of time with different I'm now on my third second physio yeah. for it. Um and I've got a couple of MRIs, I've been to a consultant and I've I don't know, I, I like I'm almost sure it's my this the and my physio is really on the right page. It's it is tendinopathy. It's yeah. the intramuscular tendon, but whether that started it or whether it's the soleus muscle, I don't know. Okay, yeah. But like, if I, if I look at what I, where I have to manage in my leg, like it points in both of those directions. Okay. Yeah. In terms of the Achilles tendon, but further up, like the intramuscular tendon, and then the Achilles, the soleus muscle as well. Okay. There's a general idea, but. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So that's kind of what I'm focusing on at the moment. I, as I said, like I went on the treadmill last night to take videos because I've been advised to try and change my running style, which I'm hesitant about. I suppose I need to move as much as possible to midfoot running. Um, I'm between a heel striker and midfoot. Mm-hmm. Um, but then running on the treadmill last night was completely fine. So I don't know, did that change my gait? Did it change my stride? Um, Were you... Heel striking on the treadmill? No, not at yeah. all. Yeah. Um, completely midfoot, even probably slightly forefoot. Okay. At yeah. times. Um, so there is something in it. Um, I've been doing a lot of cycling, trying to get my cycling better for next year for triathlons because it's yeah. the weakest of the three that of the disciplines. Um, and that's basically been kind of keeping me fit. Yeah. It's probably still loading the loading the leg more than I should be okay yeah um, so I'm going to give it a couple of weeks and then take a few weeks off that to, to rest it up and just get into some I suppose I was doing a huge amount of work in the gym when the gyms were open yeah again this is another challenge I've had this year is right yeah it's a a blessing and a curse that I haven't missed a whole lot of races this year yeah I got three races in at the start of the year and they all went really well for me yeah three very good ones Um. The third one was a sign that something wasn't right. I didn't. I thought it was fatigue. That was the road championships. Monster road champs. Yeah, yeah four yeah, miles. Yeah. Um, it was about a week and a half after that that the injury came on. Okay. Yeah. Um, and or not even that it came on that it became acute rather than. Okay. Yeah. Just a a niggle. That yeah. Runners are known for running through. That word. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Like it's easy to look at it in hindsight and say I shouldn't have, I should have stopped, but I didn't know. I suppose I thought right, I'll get through this monster road champs and then I'll take it a step, take it back a step. And yeah, you push. were kind of you were on a high. And you know? that's yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, because you broke your five k record in the middle of a five mile race, didn't you? Uh, Am I correct in yeah. saying that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rahini five mile. Yeah. yeah. 5k PB in the 5 mile race yeah um, I was actually looking at stats the other day and I, I'm going off topic here but 
I, I ran three races and well take the four mile out of it I ran two races a five mile and a ten mile and I set four PBs in two races it's <laughs> um, ridiculous 5k 5 mile 10k 10 mile jeez um, I actually f- set a 10k PB in the 10 mile race as well Gee, that's frustrating um, yeah yeah so I suppose I'm at a stage now where I was probably in denial a bit where did I should I have stopped what what could I have done better yeah um, there's no point beating myself up about it just be straight about it say and just do what I can now in the gym just trying to put loads of weight on it um, like in a controlled manner obviously yeah of course yeah uh, build up the weight on it instead of just doing body weight exercises and just see progress it up that way um, what do you think you could have done better Um. I was doing too much. I'd say the first yeah. two and a half months of this year. Yeah. I did too much. Yeah. Um if I look back on it now, I've done a lot of analysis, um, which kind of feeds into my uh my competitiveness and everything. But yeah. um my weeks where if I had a race coming up I wouldn't do any cycling. I would just focus on the running because the cycling would have it just fatigued my quads and my yeah. glutes like so yeah, fair. um I did one cross country race, the Munster, um, Munster novice oh, yeah. last November, I think it was, and I died of death. You were tired, I remember. And yeah. I did a spin class on the Thursday evening and ran that on the Sunday morning, which oh. was just l- lunacy, like. Yeah, total, yeah. <laughs> so I learned my lesson there. Yeah. But my weeks where coming up to a race, I would stay off the bike, but then I was running. So I was going from 45k a week running up to 60, 65k in a race week. Oh yeah, that, that's not how to do it. <laughs> no, purely because I was I was stepping away from my swimming and my cycling in those weeks. Yeah. And I was just going out for maybe another easy run. Going out for 5 or 6k and... Yeah. I'd never thought about it that way actually. That would be a... Yeah, yeah I think the struggle seems to be finding that sweet spot yeah um the struggle for runners like and those who are just exclusive runners is that sweet spot of mileage Mm. but you're on another level because it's not only the sweet spot of like volume and intensity but also between the three disciplines yeah yeah Yeah. that's that's got to be tough so yeah i just overdid it really um so that's one of the things i I just need to be smarter about how i uh how i come back okay with a bang yeah, absolutely. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, I, what I'm most impressed by, though, is you, you've coped so well with it mentally. Um, now, I would think that having cycling and swimming have helped. Um, but are there any other ways that you've kind of coped with it? Um, Could just be food, like. But... Yeah, that helped as well. Yeah, yeah. The old COVID stone was actually a real thing. Um, but I also, I actually in the triathlon club, I we were doing some kind of online, kind of classes as well. Sweet. Um, and I think if I was a pure runner, didn't have the triathlons, I would have. I it would have been a very different year for me. Mm. Um, mentally. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I had an outlet. Yeah. See this. Um, I was on a couple of zooms a week doing online strength S and C classes, and then a Pilates. Great. Um. Mm. Turns out I'm 
useless that bladder is like. Yeah, so am I. Um, <laughs> yeah. But uh, I'm getting there. I've done a few more. Um, but I think that was massive for me. Um, yeah. I ended up just doing loads of strength work and um, that's, yeah, it, it was the social aspect, I think. Okay. Um, I also wasn't missing races. Yeah. Um, if I was missing races, if it was a normal year, it would have been a hell of a lot harder. Definitely, definitely. Um, yeah, I think it's been hard for everyone in that way, um, like not having races. Mm. Um, but, you know, you mentioned the social side and, you know, I, I would think you to be quite a social athlete, you know, like, because you've moved around, like you've lived in Rotterdam, Worcester, you were in clubs in both those places. Mm. And then when you moved to Cork, you joined the club. Yeah. Um, so did you kind of think that that was purely because you felt like running was essential or was there also a social thought behind that like you know i'm in a new city i want to meet people i'll just um, join a club no my first thought was i suppose was i i need to keep up running i need to be in the structure of running i want to get into a good club okay yeah. and so that was the first that was the driver okay yeah but then as you get in then when i got in the door it was like right these i'm meeting loads of people here like um, yeah and generally, what I found was in both Rotterdam and Ulster, it was more locals. Yeah. Like Rotterdam, it was all Dutch, bar one or two. Um, yeah. And so I was meeting local people away from work. I wasn't yeah. falling into the normal Irish trap. Yeah, whereas the Irish people here, like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, now I did become a an honorary. Uh, friend to Den Haag GAA club. Very good. All right. And I actually had a, a club top and everything, but um, stick you in corner forward. Yeah. <laughs> uh, stick me on the wing. I'll just yeah. Yeah. Well, there <laughs> we go. Yeah, yeah. You probably run the legs off them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, put me on an Astro uh, with five aside, and all I do is run yeah. up and down the wing. But um, the. Yes, the social part was brilliant and getting to know local people like that was for me was much better than hanging around with Irish all the time. For sure. Um, living in the city, it was hard in Rotterdam. Uh, different language. I didn't speak Dutch. Yeah. I didn't do German in school, so I hadn't even uh any similarities. Yeah, I get you. Um, so that was tough going. Um, but they were a great bunch in terms of people would speak English to you like they're after Ireland and the UK they're the most proficient in English in Europe. Um, is that like an actual actual fact? Oh, right, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's I can't remember now, but it's fairly high. Like, um, yeah, they're good in fairness. So they that helped, but then when you're in a hard training session, they didn't want to be thinking in English either. That's fair. Which I <laughs> I yeah. didn't want to put them through. So I did learn some Dutch. I'd have a laugh now and then. Obviously, then when I'm in the middle of the training session. It's hard for me to get to the Dutch words out. Yeah. Um, except for maybe the the bad ones. The, yeah. <laughs> Every language, that's what you learn first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it is. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you ever speak in Irish to them? Um, would I have? I would have said a few words, like, but yeah. they, yeah. More out of, they would have asked about it and you would have 
been a bit interested. Yeah. And they wouldn't have known there was an Irish language. That's fair enough, though. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, I was thinking I'd try and do it at training sometime, like, but yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure how well received. Yeah. Which is a pity. But I won't go down that road. Um, <laughs> and one thing I will say with Worcester, I actually found that I'm still, I settled in quicker. English was the common language, but yeah, yeah. Um, I was at another stage of my running then, and I actually keep in touch with some of the lads still, like, and cool, yeah. I would generally go over maybe once a year. Yeah. Um, not this year, but um, yeah, no, I really that that club was brilliant. Like just the group we had. Really yeah. Good, yeah. Okay. And really, I settled in Worcester a lot quicker once I, once I had kind of that social aspect as well. Okay. Yeah. Great. Do you think it would have been a lot harder, like to make friends then if you hadn't? Yeah. 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 Well, you definitely need an outlet. You definitely need a, a hobby, an activity, something. I think to try and just. I think it's great for meeting people. Definitely. Yeah. It's harder. To be walking down the street and start chatting to somebody or walk in a shop like you know and i think i think it's a huge generalization i think runners are generally quite down to earth people you yeah. know i think every there are certain sports personalities you know um no bad ones but you know no. certain people might play hurling versus play rugby versus you know go mountain climbing and i, I do find runners quite yeah and there was a common there was a common goal with running as well I find yeah where at the end of a rep you might say right well done yeah six left whatever but you're pushing each other on you're yeah. you're checking checking in on each other you're but you're you're excited for the guy next to you or the girl next to you who's running well as well like yeah yeah and um, maybe not every time if they're running away from you but <laughs> yeah but uh I, yeah, running is, it's a, yeah, there's a, there's a, an, a community feel where you are, you kind of, you do care about each other in, in the sense that you want people to do well, like, and. It's a very supportive environment. Yeah, 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 yeah. How many running related weddings have you been to? If any. None, actually. Um, I was invited to one last year. Yeah. Um, but I couldn't go, um, and that was back in Worcester actually. Oh yeah. Okay. So I would have gone back to that. Yeah. I think the challenge has. I'm now on my fourth club in. When I actually started in Cork, I was on my fourth club in as many years. Wow. Yeah. Um, because I moved so many times, uh, with work. Yeah. But I suppose that's been part of the challenge. Yeah, for sure. I was just curious because you know you, you go to you go to a lot of weddings you know so yeah. I was thinking surely yeah um so coming back to your um the injury I want to know if there's any like particular motivators for recovery and the reason I ask is like what I've noticed in the last year is there's little to no racism mm -hmm. but people are still training you know and those people who are injured are still trying to recover so they can run again. So racing surely can't be the only motivator. So I'm just kind of curious, like, what's the, the real reason to, um, to get back? I think it's self-development is a, a massive part of it. Like, okay. you you set yourself a goal, you set yourself um, 
there's an expect you know, kind of people have runners would have expectations of themselves to get to another level. Mm. It can be frustrating when you don't, but I think mm. it's always about developing yourself further. Yeah. Um, and I think there's been huge progress for a lot of people this year, and it's, um, I think people have, I can see from, yourself and other guys as well and girls that, there's been a people have got a lot more out of running this year in terms of, the kind of the it gets you away from the day to day it kind of gives mm. you something to, to enjoy it's your it's it's mindfulness like, yeah totally yeah um. And the motivator, like for me, is to get back and just enjoy that fresh air, open roads. Yeah. Um, me and that's it. Like. <laughs> Literally, just to, to get back running. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, I know. I know what you mean about mindfulness. Um. I know. I know. I've heard a lot of people say like they they achieve clarity the most when when they're running. Mm. You know. Um. So yeah, I can imagine that it'd be a motivator, but then um. When races do when they do exist, like why do you race? Um, you put so much time and effort into this training that it's nice to like you want to prove yourself. You want to see where you where you stand. Yeah. You also want to compete in a competitive version. Yeah, yeah. That's um, in my there's a thing called the Clifton Strengths, and I I did that as part of my professional development and yeah. um competitiveness individualization analytical are all in my top five like wow okay yeah um, yeah, yeah it's ingrained in me <laughs> okay yeah fair enough um uh, i just love the buzz of it the endorphins yeah. the, the feel funny though because like you know you strike me as a very like friendly supportive runner you know so, you know you, you don't come across as the the competitive guy mm. you know it's not like you're asking everyone what their splits were yeah. at training um, but you've got that nature in you then obviously yeah yeah. I think it's in it comes from I think it's just part of my genes part of my family like yeah yeah that's yeah. a good thing to have yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, if you channel it well I think that is yeah there is that <laughs> yeah um, as long as you're not looking at people's heart rate on Strava like, you know <laughs> um, pineapples and pizza yes or no yeah 100% yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, good answer. Um, <laughs> so, what's your greatest running moment ever? So this might be a race, might be a training session. Ooh. One particular moment. That's a hard one now. I... Rahini 5 mile this year. Mm -hmm. um, was a huge race for me. I, I was coming off a really... Like a, Decent cross country season, mm. like, and I just I ran well, had a five k PB in that race, just felt good. Yeah, I've never felt so good coming off a race like. Yeah. Um, if somebody had told me that I could have run another, one point two miles to run a a ten k. Yeah. I would have done it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if there was a shoot where you could just keep running. Um, yeah. Yeah. I yeah no. That I remember doing a training or a, a training session in Rotterdam as well. It was five times, not four times, five times two hundred. So it was four blocks of five times two hundred. Oh, okay. Um, and I was training in a group that was predominantly eight hundred and fifteen hundred runners. Um, and 
and it was like 30 seconds between 200s and two minutes between the blocks. So it's an intense session. It sounds like a nightmare to me. But um, yeah. And I ran them, like, I think they were all uh, 30 seconds. And in, in the last block, I was running 29s. Like, so, 30. Yeah. I've never felt so consistent in a, in a training session. Yeah. And just feeling that runner high, like. Totally. Real state of flow, kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 30 seconds on, 30 seconds off, and then hitting those 29s then as well. That's so satisfying, actually, when you get the the rest versus the effort the same. <laughs> um, yeah. Wow. Um, that that is it. Yeah. It's not record-breaking times, but for me, it just felt so good. Like. Yeah, no, for sure. It so, yeah. felt so good. Like. Yeah, that kind of state of focus. Yeah. yeah. Mindfulness, I guess. Yeah. 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 Um, it doesn't sound like a running workout to me. It sounds like a swimming workout. <laughs> um, this is coming from someone who knows nothing about swimming, but it's like a lot of volume of small, short reps. Like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Is that something that kind of middle distance runners tend to do? Um, yeah, that group over there was very much focused on, it was 800, 500, 800, 1500. And then there was another part of that group that was 3k 5k okay yeah and there was a couple of steeplechasers in there like it okay, was yeah. rotterdam's a big city and it was the best sure. one of the highest performing clubs in the country okay um um so it was yeah they had some really strong runners and they were the kind of sessions that were okay sweet yeah and that was very it was good, it was good. yeah cool um now swinging the other way what's your lowest ever running moment cool um This injury, I know that's an easy one. It's fair though. But this injury, because I was on such a high, um, and I was running so well. Yeah. And I look at you guys now running so well, doing sessions, time trials, and I should realistically be there at those times. Um, now I'm not going to beat myself up about it because you'll. There's no point. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um, I'll get back to it, and just have to be a smarter runner. Um, and figure out things for myself as a runner um, yeah. yeah I've had a couple of rough races as well yeah but yeah no this injury has kind of been the hardest definitely part of the hardest because I felt like a I felt like a runner like yeah. because I moved so many times I end up having two or three months where there's moving between factories with the job and yeah. getting settled into a new house then you're joining your club again, you're kind of getting back into it. Yeah. You're getting to know the lay of the land. Um, but in Cork now, well, I'm here three years now. I had a solid 12, 16 months of just continuous good building. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, this kind of, just look, there's, there's plenty of time to come back. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's the that's your competitive side coming out there clearly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I know you'll you'll be back. Yeah. Um, I look forward to it and dread it also. <laughs> um, so kind of going back to running, like helping you socially. Yeah. You know, um, how how has it and how does it continue to impact your life otherwise? Um. I 
I feel like you can just connect with people. If yeah. you're a runner, you find out somebody else is a runner. Um, I think there's conversations you can have. There's a mutual understanding of the feeling of running. Yeah. Um, I'm. I'd still touch base with, as I said, in Rotterdam and Worcester. I still have that those connections. Yeah. People I may never have met before. Um, from Nice, my hometown, like there's lads who I would. Like you bump into them and you'd have a chat and you'd be excited. Like if somebody said, oh, I did a race or I'm racing next week. Yeah. I did a cross country up in Santry Domain in, was it January or could have been December? Um, and I bumped into a lad who I would have trained with when I was in Nice. Yeah. Six years ago. And another fella who is a GAA player coming into running. Yeah. And they were wearing the Nice top. I was wearing my Leavell top. And I nearly felt like, oh, I could nearly wear my nice top now because I still have it. Yeah, okay. Um, But it was that social aspect. I was chatting to them before and I warmed up with them. Yeah. I hadn't seen this guy in four years. Yeah. Um, if not more. And um, the other fellow I'd never met before, but now I could, yeah, have a chat with him now while I like. And There's a whole line of questions. That <laughs> you have that you can't ask yeah. someone you've just met in a pub because they don't know what volume or weekly mileage is you know yeah, yeah. you've got a whole yeah a whole universe it's a whole it's a whole world like of yeah within this great world like. yeah yeah it's it's a club really you yeah. know and there was a there was a burger van and we went for there was like now these were these were solid good burgers like yeah, yeah. they so we got a good feed afterwards and but it was just yeah just those sort of occasions for sure yeah and even my friends in Cork like with a whole separate group of people I'm here now like <laughs> yeah yeah no yeah no I get you it kind of opens up yeah opportunities for you definitely yeah um, and does it help in any other way like kind of just like structuring your week or yeah you know focusing in work or yeah I think um, particularly there was uh, parts of during this year, I know it's been a hard year anyway, but in work where I struggled, where I knew I wasn't going for a run mm. after work, where you might not meet up with a couple of lads or whatever. Yeah. Um, it definitely gives you structure in terms of you. Again, I would like, I like, I work hard, um, but I also like to walk away from it and say, I've, I've done, I've worked hard. Yeah. I can go back to it tomorrow. Um, now I can go for a run kind of. yeah um, but it's important to me that I walk away from work yeah, yeah. Um, and I learned that lesson the hard way in Worcester where I spent three or four months um, and I wasn't running a whole lot mm-hmm. it was just work Okay. it yeah. was an hour community drive it was working 10-12 hours a day Jeez. Um. And then eventually I got back into rowing myself. Then I joined the club. Um, I committed to going to one evening session a week. And yeah. then we would do our bits of the weekends and mm. I'd do my own rowing. Mm. But then I committed twice, two evenings a week. Yeah. So yeah, it totally gives you structure on on your week. Gives you something to look forward to in the evenings as well. Yeah, for sure. None of this living for the weekend. like. Um, yeah, yeah. Nah. There's no point just coming home and going on your phone and looking at memes. 
Nah. You know, <laughs> which is like what a lot of people do, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I know for sure. Um, has it ever been too much? Um, now I know you kind of touched on this with the injury, but mm. was it ever maybe too much a part of your life? Um, not running specifically, no. Yeah, yeah. Don't think it ever has. Um, but I think this time last year it was just a combination of the the cycling and the swimming as well. Yeah. That all kind of just kept it built up and built up, and I eventually, yeah, got my leg snapped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or exactly. whatever, like. Uh, metaphorically but um not running as a no okay do you ever use it like some people kind of while it can help with your mental health massively some people will often use it as a crutch mm. or they might be dealing with something else in their life mm. um i know i've definitely done it um where i've gone for a run instead of confronting something yeah. you know that ever happened to you yeah 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 um yeah, twenty nineteen I probably just kinda of dove too much into training. Yeah. Um I was living and breathing it. Um yeah. and it was good, it stood to me. Yeah. But I suppose mentally it's it went a little bit got a little bit negative, I suppose. Because okay. I was tired. Yeah, yeah. But I then had the stresses of work as well. Yeah. Um and family and friends and everything on, on top of it like so yeah. um but I kinda I pulled my I acknowledged it pulled myself back from that like yeah um yeah um has it ever you know so I kinda touched on people using it like has it ever helped in a low point, you know, where you might have had something happen and running was there for you? Yeah, definitely. Um yeah. I find like uh I sometimes have make my best decisions when I'm running. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Your thoughts just naturally flow, I find. Um go out for forty five minutes an hour, mm-hmm. uh easy run, um stuff just kinda swirling around in your head and just I've made some of my best decisions. Um yeah. But the motivation for the run was I need to I need to I need to get out for a run. I need to clear my head. Yeah, okay. Um that was the motivation. But what ended up being happening was I was so relaxed after that sixty minutes or forty five minutes or whatever. Yeah. And I had clarity on right, this is what I'm gonna do next. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So massive like Yeah, massive. it definitely provides a an environment for thought. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And it's funny though, because you, you don't even go out you know, okay, you might go out and, and be like, I'm going to think about this. But sometimes you might have just had a stressful few days and you just go, I need to go running. Mm. And 30 minutes in, you weren't even thinking about it. And you've just got thoughts flowing around your head and all of a sudden you're like, oh, wait, <laughs> this is what I have to do. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so what do you enjoy most about running? Um... <clears throat> It's me, it's my self-accomplishment, I suppose. Mm-hmm. I just love the, I love the feeling of it. Um, yeah. I just love that I have achieved something, but also it's just, it's just so refreshing. Like, yeah. it just, um, I was never a long run guy, which again is probably yeah. part of my whole 
last kind of couple of years in terms of becoming a better runner. Um, I did a 10 miler in early this year and I was building up to that. Um, and those Sunday long runs, I never thought I would enjoy them. Yeah. But I did. Yeah. And four or five years ago, I wouldn't go for an easy run without listening to music. Now I couldn't listen to music. Yeah. I, I, it's just me and the, me and the road, like. Yeah, for sure. Um, do you think you're ever going to stop running? Uh, only if I can't. Okay. <laughs> so until, until your, your doctor tells you you have to stay in bed. Yeah. Keep running. But then I will probably switch to swimming full time or cycling okay. full time. Okay, or fair enough. Yeah. I've even had a. I had a moment during lockdown where I was getting taking more interest in rowing, and I was like, "Oh, maybe I could be a rower." Do you value your hands? <laughs> I've been there, and if you want to hold a pen on a Monday morning, but but you you do you if you want. Yeah. I think that was um, I've admiration for rowers. Yeah, running is a very. It's an intense sport. Mm. It's totally it's it's asking on the body. Yeah. Um, and then you look at some of the work that rowers are doing and it's 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 a deeper uh, suffering I think it's 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 a pain contest like, <laughs> it's, um, I won't get too into rowing now like but um it, it's crazy because they have the cardiovascular fitness of a long distance runner but they've got the physical strength and makeup of like you know we'll say full back on a rugby pitch yeah, you know yeah. it's it's outrageous like yeah um like i've, I've admiration for like back in nice there's a guy who uh he's definitely m65 now i'd say yeah probably coming on to m7 masters like 70 plus yeah. um he does the warm-up at the nice park run every saturday morning uh, yeah and he's probably still churning out 22s 21s really and he's late 60s yeah so that's insane if i could be that guy i'm not sure um i would keep running yeah that fella tommy hughes yeah is he from Derry? yeah yeah, yeah yeah and he's he's like smashing the world marathon um record for like m60 i think i think he won ma- uh, world masters that recent the year yeah yeah he did yeah very recently yeah um so do you think then if you are running when you're you know Grey and old. Um, will racing that competitive side still be there or? At the moment, I find it hard to think that there won't be. Yeah. Um, but again, it might come back to just obviously as you age, you have to accept different things. Mm-hmm. Um, physically. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. and it just might be uh, again self accomplishment. Okay. Sweet. Um. Yeah. Okay, so final question, uh, Phelan, why the miles? Why do you run? Uh, to keep me sane. <laughs> Lovely, I like that one. Okay, great stuff. Thanks very much. Stay sane. I like that one. I would think that that sums it up for most runners, if not just for Phelan. Well, that's it. That's the third and final episode of season one. Thank you so much for listening. I really enjoyed making this podcast. As frustrating as it was at times from learning to use the sound editing software to trying to convince people to actually do the interview, it was a lot of fun and definitely a learning curve. So, 
Let me know what you thought. You can reach me on Instagram at Pineapples and Miles, leave a review or just give it a share, whatever's easiest for you. Thanks again for listening. To Haywood, Emily and Phelan, thank you so much for your time. I couldn't have done it without you. For now, it's goodbye. I'll see you all in season two. My name is Bernard O'Hanlon and this is Why the Miles.